0: all right hello everyone welcome to episode three of the tsr podcast i want to start off by thanking everyone who listened to our previous two on our best albums and songs of 2021 you're uh, listening. The listens. The number of listens. Everything has been overwhelming. Uh, we're so stoked with the feedback that we've gotten, and so good that we just decided to move on and keep doing this <laughs> podcast thing. Uh, you know, a lot of people like uh, listening more than reading, so it's a good medium for us, and we look forward to it. Uh, it's also nice uh, we're here on video. I like get to see uh, my boys once every couple of weeks and talk shit about music. So. Again, greatly appreciate it. Uh, hopefully you continue to listen. Uh, today's episode, one of the biggest feedback items we got was besides our mic quality being poor, which hopefully we've addressed, is that, you know, more people wanted to know who we were and kind of our background and how this all got started. Um, so that'll be the focus early on in this episode once I hand it over to my co host here. And then after that, we're also going to touch on our TSR review of In Rainbows, which was our golden record, let's say, our 10 out of 10. Uh, After that, we're going to discuss the upcoming albums that we're going to review. Uh, I think we got mapped out about 8 to 10 albums up until early March. And then finally, we're going to close it out with some Coachella talk because the three of us are finally heading to a festival again. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I'll hand it off here. Uh, Rosie, take us away. Listen, guys, I just got to say, man, I miss you guys.
1: This is really, <laughs> this is, this is really nice. Yeah, you know? man, big time. I'd like to just explain how, you know, when we when we did all this, the idea for the 2021 in review is we were going to get together over Christmas, you know? Obviously, didn't happen. So it's almost like a blessing in disguise because now we've realized that we can actually do this online as long as we want. You know what I mean? So this whole one-off idea of doing a podcast that would have been fun, now we can turn into a long-term thing for TSR. I think it's fantastic. Fuck, I just said fantastic. I just said it. Fantastic. Which which leads me on to my next point. (laughs) Self-critiques. I honestly think that for our first podcast, guys, we did really well. I think that was really good. I obviously hate some things I said. I did say the word fantastic eight million times. And I said the word 100% but 10 million times
2: (laughs) you know i
0: just want to say thanks to you roz man because you fucking killed it with the the editing you uh it sounded great and and that was a lot of the feedback we got in terms of how you know we weren't rambling it sounded professional especially you know people were kind of surprised to hear that that was our first time ever stepping on a podcast and talking in that nature and you know credit goes to you for that uh don't want to just sit here you know Listen. patting each other on the back for an hour but uh i gotta say that uh i also miss you and uh you killed it So oh, great work would,
1: who would have known my 10 years of this jockey experience would boil down to <laughs> editing uh, <laughs> a podcast about re- reviewing music albums oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah no it's good and i mean we have the new microphones now everything sounds great this is beautiful um, we've been told asked a few times to get more into two sweet reviews. What's the whole point? Like we have an intro that's currently on Spotify on our website that kind of explains it in about a minute, minute and a half, but it does take a little more time, really, to get into. Um yeah, so we've been obviously buddies for a long time. been to many music festivals together. Um, one specific trip we went on, Radiohead in Miami. So this is back when I lived in Florida and we basically packed two weeks worth of fun in about a three-day time span and it was uh not only probably the most dense trip as far as fun's concerned in my whole life it was uh probably the top three concerts i've ever seen i don't know about you guys
0: number one Uh, one? absolutely
1: yeah man radiohead Greatest
0: thing i've ever been a part of like
1: front row radiohead miami
0: god
2: Mm.
1: So, yeah, through that through that trip, I mean, just the debauchery that ensued and everything that we got into eventually the too sweet, which is an old wrestling uh, slogan and kind of uh, adopted it. Uh, Actually, we found a drink that was called too sweet at a bar and then we just started yelling too sweet for about three hours. Started there. Next thing you know, we uh, adopted it into what we're doing right now
0: we also have tattoos
1: and we have tattoos they can't see
0: (laughs) it yeah the video can see it but yeah i
1: mean we we went full we went 100 percent into it (laughs) yeah we are
0: we are fully committed to we are fully committed to the brand (laughs) if this falls
1: apart then there's going to be some laser surgery some tattoo removals involved there's a lot going on so
0: hashtag for the brand
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's uh it's been a great journey and i'm very excited to see where it
2: goes yeah, so I guess it uh, it boils down to just a love for music. Um, and to be honest, uh, it always frustrated me that there's, there's so much of this amazing stuff out there, old and new. Um, coming out all the time, me and the boys would always share songs. We would share albums, but we'd never follow up. Um, you know, uh, Roz would send something to me. And then it would disappear, and we'd never talk about it again. Um, and it still happens to this day. But <laughs> yeah. two uh, uh, Sweet Reviews just uh, kind of forced us to listen and provide input. So I had thought about this with other friends. And, I mean, it's it's hard to get something uh, going like this in, in people's lives. But my original thought, it was during COVID, there was not much to be doing. We love music. So I said to the guys... I think it was one Thursday or one Friday. Guys like, how do you feel about let's pitch an album to each other every week. We get to choose one weekly, so we'll have one one album pick out of every 3 weeks. And by the following Friday, we have to provide a ranking out of 10, our favorite song, and a short write-up. So really that really forces you to to listen to it and not just, you know, give a one over and uh, and a uh, you know a half shitty uh take it really forces you to to listen to it uh listen to the lyrics you know all the in- intricacies and and come up with something that was uh you know worth writing and, and a good ranking so one uh, one fun thing that you may not pick up from uh two sweet reviews um until you know it is that neither one of us knows how the other feels about the album until the rating drop. So we have our schedule done up and we all know what albums are coming and when the date to review them are, Uh, but we don't share our thoughts or ratings until drop day. Now, as friends and friends of music, uh, lovers of music, this can be challenging and frustrating at times because we really want to talk about it. Uh, we have cheated on an occasion or two, but uh, we've been pretty mm. loyal to, to the brand. So uh, it's interesting. We we wake up that review day and we share our ratings and it's always just triggers an immediate immediate conversation of no way, man. I thought you would like that or mm. or uh, read. You're not like us again or <laughs>
1: <laughs> not again. And,
2: uh, it's a it's a fun part of it. And uh it's uh, it's pretty enjoyable to to get these guys thoughts because there there have been a lot of surprises in the in the first 50 52 we've done
1: yeah and that's what keeps it fun right like i mean and there, it could have been something going into the 2021 in review i mean there were sometimes we'd have similar ones but the reactions that you heard like when i said that valentine by snail mail is my number 10 and then Lundy said after Lundy saying it was number 10 you're getting some genuine reactions like we're doing this completely blind from each other. We don't know what we're gonna say. There's no planning whatsoever when it comes to that stuff. So that's what keeps it really fun, I think.
0: Keeps it fun for us, right? You know, yeah, like exactly. there's you know, if you were just we were just regurgitating stuff that we talked about all week, it's it can kind of make it not fun at all. So yeah. it's a it's a nice little wrinkle in in the whole system. Yeah. And rather than just like, you know, one person write a review, it's it's a cool way to go about it it's
2: unbiased as well i mean if i know if i know two of the boys love it i'll listen to it well man they must be hearing something i'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. so yeah. and that's what makes it fun once like, we once we enter our rating or there's no it. going back you
1: can't change it and i was gonna say that's what makes it fun i mean we also have a two sweet reviews group chat and we might drop a little hint and like you're like does reed really does he not like it? like the way he's talking like is it like you're trying to read into the text like it gets pretty, it gets pretty fun. So.
2: I hate to sound like a hero, but like with, with, (laughs) with two, with two of the boys, I just, I had a feeling it would take off because, because we all love music. Right. And we have, we do have similar tastes. We don't always love the same things, which is, you know, as you, if you've been following that's uh, that's obvious as well. But um, I mean, just as the reviews kept going, uh they they kept getting better um i i know that we we just really enjoyed it we 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 have a, a throwback album where maybe two of us had heard it and the other not so much so we would bring our love to the, and that's really what it was all about it's just sharing music and 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 spreading spreading the love for it instead of just having the same playlist all the time and it's really an outlet of of finding new stuff um, so that that's really where it grew and it, uh, it blossomed and essentially it was the spring or summer of last year we just decided in the group chat like guys how do you feel about sharing this with others like we get a lot of enjoyment out of it and uh, you know if if one person follows or one person uh, fo- uh, gives us a like or share or or get some some satisfaction out of what we're doing then then it's worth it and uh I mean, here we are, I think we're fifty two albums deep now uh we i mean we have a small following, but it it is what it is, but we i know we love it, and we're watching those followers go up all the time um three hundred <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah that really summarizes where it uh where it came from and and where we are now, and just like i said we we really enjoy it and we we've continue to add it so uh, we've gotten some, uh, I mean, like Lundy mentioned earlier, not everybody likes going on and reading anywhere from a thousand to 1500 words on something. Uh, they'd rather, you know, throw on a podcast and, and spend it in the office listening. So, uh, we just, we decided to, to branch out and here we are. That's
0: great. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, just to elaborate a little more on it, like in terms of the growth of it, it was an excellent idea. I think me and Roz jumped at it. I'd say we probably text you back in like two minutes, being like, "That is an excellent idea. I love this so much," kind of thing. Because you know, as you said, I've spent years trying to get Roz to listen to one Courtney Barnett <laughs> album, and like, I finally got him to do it this year. So uh, it only took like you what just...
1: forty-eight albums first before I got to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort, forty-eight albums on TSR plus like three years. I think it came out in like twenty seventeen or something like that. Oh, yeah. But I mean, uh, but yeah get, no get
1: through somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it was it's been it's been great like you know it it's I remember just telling some friends that we were doing this just like you know we would send a word document to our emails on Fridays and that would kind of be it and then people would say you know I I'm interested in that uh, I would love to hear what your thoughts are on certain albums and and that kind of grew and then we you know decided hey let's make an Instagram account and then got good feedback there still get feedback to this day in in terms of some of the albums that are on there. And then suddenly it's like, well, screw it. Let's, let's get a a, a website too. Let's put it all on there. And then that's grown. And please God, don't go read my pup review from the first time ever. It is so bad, but
1: (laughs) or the avalanches one, let's not talk or the, or or the (laughs)
0: avalanches one. Like, like we started out and our reviews would be like, the name of the song and one (laughs) sentence about it, and then you just move on to the next song. There is no, there's no flow to them at all. It is, it is (laughs) kind of awful, but I'm just here staring at the In In Rainbows reviews that we've written, and it is exceptional how much we've progressed. Tooting my own horn here, but you guys as well. Like our writing has grown so much, and what we've, what we're doing here has grown so much. And the best part about it is that I enjoy it. You know, I, I'm so happy that people interact with us and like our shit. But at the end of the day, it's uh, great here to, you know, talk music with you guys and, and discover new music. And all that stuff is just the cherry on top of everything we've built. So, yeah, just I guess to summarize it all, like, thanks again to everybody for being here. Um, but. You know, we're gonna keep doing this regardless. This yeah. is fun for all of us. It's you know, we just mapped out three months worth of albums that we wanna do, and we're going to a festival which we're gonna be, you know, doing reviews of po- pre and post and not just you know, not just
1: a festival, Lundy. This is the, the festival.
0: <laughs> which we'll get into, but you know, it, it's just you know, we love music. It pretty much boils down to that. There's a lot of weird um you know reasons that had to come together to how this happened but at the end of the day it boils down to us loving music and love talking about it yeah. and yeah so i mean with that said i think we should probably dig into one of our favorites and how we got to that you know like we our f- did
1: our first pure maybe only 10 out of 10
0: might be the only collective 10 out of 10 yeah, for sure, for sure I think. yeah which is uh before we dig into this one, actually, you know, speaking of interaction and our Instagram account, I had so much fun with that post last oh, week yeah. asking people <laughs> who their 10 out of 10s was and just writing like funny, witty quotes back at them. If I and then like some of them were ridiculous, but I'm not going to name any of them. <laughs> oh, man. Some of them were great choices, were but I but that's the best part about music, man. It's subjective, people yeah. like what they like, we like what we like. And one of the things we all agree on is that one of, or if not the greatest album ever is in rainbows by Radiohead kind of stems back to our first ever trip where too sweet was created or well, too sweet reviews was created, I guess we didn't really, I guess the wrestlers kind of created Too Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> we, we ran it by Vince. He'll be right. <laughs> we'll see until oh, uh, we get, so yeah, I mean like the, it was the pinnacle concert for me. And they're also the pinnacle band for me and they have the pinnacle album. It is, it just kind of boils down to that. I love everything about this band. Um, and for me and rainbows is, is that perfect 10 out of 10? I think we talked about it. I have like three or four that I would consider, you know, perfect albums in a way, but this one kind of stands above the rest It is, you know, it's completely groundbreaking in, not only the way they put it together, but the way they released it, it is unlike anything else that was happening at the time. You know, it's, it's a masterpiece to me. Um, and you know, from the opening seconds to the closing seconds, it's just, there's, you you can find so much in that album. It like putting on a pair of earphones. It's, it's like,
2: like what I, uh, euphoria? Like it's, it's just, it is so good. I, I think it kind of helped with Radiohead, too. I mean, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I mean, after Kid A, I mean, OK Computer, Kid A, I mean, arguable 10 out of 10s there. Yeah. Then they had Amnesiac and Hail to the Thief, which both have their high points, but like, you know, maybe a little step down from, from Kid A and OK Computer. High, tough tough to stay up on that par. But then in a couple of years off and come back with Ramos. I mean it just uh just incredible and major props to them. Release it as a what is it, pay what you want album at the time um on the internet. Were
1: they uh were they ahead of the curve? They they basically like invented the whole free, you know, pay what you want kind of platform. Is that kind of radiohead pushing the charge with that? Because I knew they were basically saying, you know, screw the label, right?
0: Yeah, well, they they released it on their own website <clears throat> and they just had it was basically a download feature. You know, I guess the internet was pretty old or, you know, whatever it was, it's very different now, but yeah, it was just like, you could put in whatever amount you want and I guess a credit card number and just download the album. And, you know, thousands and thousands of people downloaded it for zero. Like just,
2: they didn't care. They didn't, they were
0: not (laughs) in this for any sort of money and it kind of, it was a game changer in that it really put, you know, music on that online thing. Like you, you have what is it the Metallica. I was gonna say yeah you can either be like, about Napster and be then, like Metallica <clears throat> yeah
1: doing that the Napster or you can be Radiohead and embracing it like people are gonna get it either way so you might what as if, well just give them the free will to if they enjoy and truly want to support it, they will you know
0: so. yeah 100 so question for you guys uh on this album um kind of gonna put you on the spot here I wanted to do this but we all listed our favorite songs if you haven't read yet Uh, just quickly go down. Um, Reed's was Weird Fishes Are Peggy, and mine and Oz's were Reckoner. If you had to give your top three, what would be the other two songs?
1: Ooh, man, right on the spot.
0: (laughs) Right on the spot. If you you want like two seconds, um, I will say that my number two would be Body Snatchers. And my number three is House of Cards.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? I can do mine now. I would say my number two is Nude. And my number three is All I Need. So it's all different. That's how good it is. Every song is good. So it's like you can really just shake them up in a bag. And like you're going to pick out three amazing songs, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think my number two would be uh, Jigsaw Falling Into Place. (laughs) And number three would be Nude.
1: Okay, got a little column A, column B down there.
0: <laughs> nice, man. Yeah, that, I. It, it, that's kind of what I was thinking when asking that question. Was that, you know, me and Ross had the same favorite song, but then we didn't even have something in the top three. It's like you said, it's it's a it's a no skips album. Every song on there is amazing. There's so much to every song, and you know, it was just perfectly crafted.
1: Yeah. And I will, and I will say this. um, So it's kind of different for me because I remember, so the whole Radiohead trip, when you guys had it all set up, like I never really listened to Radiohead up until that moment. Like I I come from different genres and uh, I never really was a huge, like you guys could probably explain the lore and write a book on Radiohead. And um, you can even see from my album review, it's a 10 out of 10, but I didn't go too deep into the history of the band I was going basically on if you look at my rubric of what I enjoy and the uniqueness of an album, the sonic qualities, the lyrics, everything, the pacing in rainbows while Radiohead, I'm not a lifelong fan. I could see it as in my mind, a perfect album.
2: <laughs> I, t- I touched on it in my review as well that, I mean, music again is uh Radiohead is not for everybody, right? Like, uh, I know I gush over it and like i get certain friends in the car or or whatever and I don't expect them just to oh man like this is this is as Roz would say fantastic wow. <laughs> that's, that's the old yeah. me is the new but you know like I it doesn't surprise me at all if people aren't into it right away or into it at all um it's a bit of an acquired taste and even myself I know grown up I'm I'm a fan of 90s music, as as people, uh, as friends of mine know, uh, Radiohead, you know, came a little later behind the pack. I mean, uh, they took some time to to get used to and really appreciate, uh, I guess, some copying words right out of my review here. But what they bring to the table when I was younger, I always uh, used to laugh at the uh, Paranoid Android uh, <laughs> anime video on Much Music um didn't really think too much of it after that radiohead in general but just over time they uh, they grew on me and they are uh, they produce some magic yeah the the whole concept of them just not
0: jiving with people right at the right at the get go is it's so real man like it, people don't people think they're creep and karma police you know i think they're both great songs karma police i think is a really really good song Creep you know creeps more iconic than anything, um but the rest of their catalog is just so good, like it's it's more than that, it's way more than that, it's way better than that, like those songs probably you know I don't know, but might hit my top top twenty five maybe or you yeah. know top something like that. They're not high up there, like there's they offer so much, and the more you listen, the more you understand it, and some people don't love to do that, like you know, I could listen to an album back to front four times in a row and it, and I won't get bored you know I I like to pick out different things over and over again and, and I find that enjoyable some people will listen to a song or an album and they don't want to hear it for another week or something like that and that makes it hard to get into Radiohead because every time you listen to it you're like well what the fuck is this you know like <laughs> really though like what is like it take like Reed said it took forever to kind of get into they are very unique and they certainly don't make music that anyone else does so
1: you know it's pretty crazy to you know kind of acknowledge the the talent they have because any other band would release creep and it would become this one hit wonder and they'd roll over on their belly and then then they just play that at the concerts and they just give up and just kind of ride the wave But they did the opposite, where they basically disowned the song, wouldn't play it live, and just, fuck you, look what we're going to make now. You know what I mean? But they didn't fall into it. They kind of, like, push it away, which is, like, that's true talent, right?
2: Yeah, and they, I mean, talk about songs versus albums and what they bring. I mean, Radiohead is a purely album band. I mean, you pick and choose singles, and, and they're great. But if you just go through it, like, Pablo Honey is whatever. But then it goes right into the bends, which is completely new band, basically. Then they come with an OK computer, which just like like dropping a bomb on the music industry. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Then everybody's waiting for Kid A to come out and say, "Man, they're just gonna you know keep going with what they just struck gold on." Uh, uh, uh. No, completely, not, even, not even a little bit. Like not everything even in close. its right place. Everything in its right place, right out the gate, and I mean. With Kid A, I mean, you can listen to that, and I mean, there's some some songs that just have weird noises, but and stuff like that. But uh, like just listen from start to finish, and everything just fits, and it's really you know album versus versus song quality there, and it, it's the same with Rainbows, Rainbows. Uh, just from start to finish, uh, uh, just so seductive that that melody that they have throughout, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's beautiful.
0: All right. So we're moving on now. Um, one of the things we started to do, although we originally, uh, started out just picking an album every Friday and following up that Friday with it, we've started to kind of look at schedules and release drops and try to find new upcoming music that, uh, you know, critically acclaimed last albums or, you know, buzz bands or something along those lines. So for an outlook, we're just going to go over. We kind of mapped out our next couple months, although we're sure there'll be surprise drops. I think we've already got Donda number two coming. That's not in this, uh, but uh, just going to drop some upcoming reviews on you. Uh, I'll start with one of the bands I've been pushing since like October. Uh, It's actually going to be our next coming release. Sometime this week. Actually, you probably will get that before this podcast. But regardless, uh, it's the Illuminati Hotties. Let me do one more. Uh, The Illuminati Hotties are an American indie rock band from L.A. Uh, Cool thing about them is Sarah Tudson is the front woman. She's also the producer, mixer, and audio engineer for Illuminati Hotties. She does a whole lot. Um, And one cool wrinkle I have on this album is that Um, they were actually supposed she wrote this album many years ago and they were contractually obligated to do a release on their previous record label and she didn't want to release this album so she wrote a second mixtape and then they got out of their contract with that record label started their own record label and then released this and pretty cool so looking forward to that one i've been pushing it big and one of the tracks was actually my number two song of 2021 uh, another album I'm really looking forward to uh, is Beach House. They're an American musical duo out of Baltimore. Uh, they consist of uh, vocalists and keyboardists, along with the guitarists and keyboardists. And they're kind of described as like a dream pop type thing. It's really chill type music, you know, kind of close your eyes, look up in the stars kind of thing. It's really relaxing type music. Um, they're really well known for what they do. Um, they've actually been sampled by the Greats of the Weekend and Kendrick Lamar on rap songs, and unfortunately also the Chainsmokers. But, uh, you know, they're they're really well known. And um, this album's actually been released in chapters. Uh, the first three chapters are already out, with the third just having been released last week. And the fourth chapter, which includes the final five songs, will be released on February 19th. And uh, really looking forward to that album.
2: All right. So uh, more upcoming. We have uh, follower request. This one is Turnstile Glow On from our buddy Jack. So we get back into some uh, some rock. Uh, it's It's been a while since TSR has done uh, a purely rock album. Um, I have listened a few times now. Uh, my thoughts are secret and will remain so until uh, review date. They're a uh, an American hardcore punk band from Maryland. Um, Jack actually uh, may be joining us on uh, the podcast that we have to to review those guys. So that'll uh, that'll provide a little bit of in- a different input. Oh, uh, Glow on, yeah, a bit of fun. Maybe something we explore uh, more down the road as well. Glow on was actually uh, on several lists for twenty twenty one. Um, just uh, just being a strong contender in top fifty, top one hundred lists. So that one will be exciting to get into. Um, we also have Big Thief coming out with uh, Dragon New Warm Mountain. I believe in you.
0: Not a wrong title. He did not skip his. That is an
2: insane <laughs> track. Title.
1: It is insane. Almost <laughs> insane as insane as the as the cover art they use for this thing. It's
2: wild. Yeah. <laughs> so this band is not actually new. Um, I think in 2020, Lundy uh, dropped them to myself and Roz in group chat. This was actually one that we did follow up with to listen to and provide feedback. Uh, the album at the time was uh, was Two Hands. They released two uh, great albums in 2019. The other was UFOF. Some solid music on there. Uh, really, uh, really recommend you guys digging into those. This one, uh, I think has us a little nervous it clocks in at uh, an hour and 20 minutes um if you've uh, read some of our reviews to date uh, the longer ones make us a bit nervous uh can really drag on and lose i guess authenticity and why is it so long you know but uh they've had they've had singles out for for quite a long time we have discussed them a little bit but i know that as as the date has gotten closer we've kind of cooled off on our thoughts and just let them sit in the background. The uh, album comes out in a couple weeks, I believe. So we'll be—I'm uh, really looking forward to getting into that one.
1: You know, Lundy made a very good point way back where he made a good argument for why have such a long album when you can just cut a much tighter, better album that's less yeah. than an hour.
0: It's good. It's, it's, it's good logic. It's honest to God, like it doesn't make any sense. Make two <laughs> like, albums.
1: Like, how dare you think that you have so much good music? <laughs> It's, you can so put it make any in sense. an hour and a half well, it's, it.
2: It, they, it's like they went a different way in 2019 2019 they had material yeah. for two and they just split them this two, one, and not. they were yeah. great yeah yeah not this time screw it we'll just yeah. pump them out in one
1: well you never know maybe it'll be uh brought the back uh, an amazing experience we'll see <laughs> all right more upcoming mitski laurel hell Follow-up to her 2018 critically acclaimed Be the Cowboy. Now, Be the Cowboy is what I initially heard from her that I basically fell in love with. I think it was Lundy. I don't know if we were setting up for an O'Shaga. I don't know. It was something that she was on something that we were going to go to and we
0: never did. It was the unfortunate year of my double Achilles tear.
1: The dark year in Lundy's life that we shall not speak of. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Laurel Hell coming out. Uh, I have very high hopes for this album. But again, you never know. You never know, right? Never know. Um, described by her, a soundtrack for transformation, a map to the place where vulnerability and resilience, sorrow and delight, error and transcendence, can all sit within our humanity, can all be seen as worthy of acknowledgement and ultimately love. Well, holy shit! If you can, yeah. Okay, Than that. Okay. Yeah. My God.
2: <laughs> well. Yeah. Maybe- and, uh, she she's had a single out for a month or so. um There's some hesitation from the from the boys for listening. It, uh, I know it's been on uh, CBC Radio here in Newfoundland and, and definitely uh, Sirius and some of those other uh, providers. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting. Give it a, <laughs> a shot. I
1: haven't heard it yet, but by God. I, I, <laughs> I,
0: I try not to listen to singles. I'd, I'd like the full album experience. If someone like Radiohead dropped a single, I will absolutely listen to it. But we get so much new music now that like I don't need to fill my time. It's like crazy. I'm. I'm already well over my head with. Oh man! The amount of new music I'm trying to listen to. So
1: I think I think I brought this up. I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast or if I brought it up in like uh, just a side conversation. But I feel like I have like a philosophy in music now. Like I've I <laughs> I like I you know what I mean. Like I just I've heard so much. But yeah, no. I mean, if you can, you know, by God, if you can get your song on the radio in Newfoundland, my Canada, I, I think uh, I think you're doing pretty well. I haven't heard it yet, but uh, maybe I'll wait. We'll see. All right. Also coming up, the Backseat Lovers, When We Were Friends. Have never heard of this band. This was a follower request. Uh, Classic Indie Rock, released in 2019. Very little information on the internet. Going into this one pretty blind. Very excited. That'll be good. Finally, Peach Pit, from two to three. Peach Pit holds a very near and dear place in the heart of TSR because it was actually the first album we put on Instagram. It was our first drop, the first graphic we made, the first review we did to put on Instagram. You and Your Friends was the album I'm talking about. It was very good. I believe that got uh, in the eights. We all really liked that album.
2: Yeah, it was a rare one we all agreed on.
1: Yeah, and it was the first <laughs> one we dropped. So people must be like, these guys are
2: very agreeable. <laughs> this is going to be just
0: sailing. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be their uh, third album coming out March 4th. Uh, indie pop band, Vancouver, Canada. Uh, support our fellow Canadians. Can't wait.
2: Rock on. And uh, also for 2022, some albums coming, we have uh, not a lot of information on, but we know they're coming and they're they're big ones and hopefully great ones. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is coming out with a new one. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers have something coming in the spring. Donda 2, as Lundy said, supposed to come out February 2nd or 22nd, two or three delays pending. <laughs> Donna um, it took
1: a long time <laughs>
2: yeah yeah there's uh there's a lot to be excited for in 2022 and two sweet reviews are looking forward to it.
0: and if you ever have a request that you'd like to make we're have an email or just slide in our instagram dms we're always open to reviewing stuff might not be able to fit it all the time but never turning down more options so never if you see down. something up upcoming or Even old, we love to do throwbacks too. Feel free to slide in, let us know your thoughts and what you'd like us to put on paper. And finally, the big exciting topic for the boys. It has (laughs) been so long since we've managed to really get together and enjoy some live music. We got a slight taste at a local uh, Iceberg Alley by seeing DFA 1979 in July talk. But it's just no festival, and we haven't been in a festival, as many people haven't, due to COVID since 2019 Oshega. So we are so stoked to be going to Coachella in just a couple of months. Um, Not sure how often you guys keep up on music, but just recently they dropped their lineup probably about a week or two ago, thereabouts somewhere in that range with headliners dropping as Harry Styles on the Friday, Billy Eilish on the Saturday and on Sunday is the man himself, ye or formerly known as Kanye West. So for us, you know, um, just in talking with friends and stuff, or I posted a story about us going and how stoked I was about the lineup. There was some feedback in there that, you know, I don't know these people. And I think uh, just from our perspective, we thought it'd be cool to just go over a few bands each day or artists that we're stoked to see and possibly some new music um, coming from these bands or old music that we really love. So, you know, any other high level thoughts on coach guys?
2: No, just that uh, we've said it a hundred times, not going to believe it till I'm standing in that field the with the way plans have been canceled over the last couple of years but obviously share your enthusiasm it it grew this past week as we all booked our flights for sure um but yeah i mean the like, counting down the next few months there can't wait to get going can't wait to get down there with the with the boys and our man dan um it's going to be a great time Shout out daniel Ivany.
0: there were uh,
1: very few moments that have lived up to when the lineup officially dropped at like what what hour in the night and we just scrambled to start just screaming at the poster and what we saw and what was going on <laughs> it was just just the just that's where like it still is like you said very surreal we haven't been anywhere festival wise since Oshaga 2019 we were going to go to Boston calling that got canceled that was I believe all 2020 so we, this is a long time coming. So no, we're just, we're just all beyond pumped and this is going to be great. And we will be keeping up with TSR social media as we, uh, as we adventure on throughout California.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you'd like us to start a TikTok account or something stupid and see our wild excursions for uh, for a week. Uh, maybe we'll run into some famous people, but no, we want to have fun with it. We're really looking forward to it. Keeping up with TSR, as you said, we're going to have fun, but uh Definitely stay tuned to our social media for upcoming stuff on Coachella. But as a high level right now, uh, ask the guys before the podcast there to pick up a few artists, uh, maybe right from the top, uh, bold text down to the tiny, tiny text to see, you know, some bands that people might not know or just some bands and artists to recommend you dig into. So when you guys want to start us off with some Friday artists?
1: So being the electronic music guy there, I am ecstatic at the diversity of electronic music at this festival. It's it's pretty unreal. On Friday, for you have Louis the Child. It's a, it's a duo I've been trying to see for a long, long time. Median, another very famous DJ producer that has been not really around in the past few years, but he used to be really big back in the day, 2013, 2014. Purple Disco Machine, who... I'm getting pretty high on these guys. I think the guys have heard a few songs. I think that's going to be a wicked show. And I really do hope we get to those guys there.
2: Roz, uh, just a comment on yours, uh, my past experience uh, with, with electronic music at festivals is I don't know a lot going in. And many times the most fun I have is at the electronic part. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to tagging, uh, riding your coattails a little on that. Um, kind of in that in that line we have uh, avalanches on friday Ooh. um that is a very uh, fun review of ours
1: plenty's favorite we,
2: we we talk about it still all the time Fucking Avalanche. Roz Roz gave it to me on vinyl for christmas for christmas so
1: yeah so thank
2: thank you justin you're welcome um so that one will be fun if we get there i mean kind of uh, thrown this thrown this in the mix it's uh we're gonna have a lot of tough decisions to make on um, which ones to actually see so um we'll 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 work that out over time um so Saturday uh we have girl in red we recently reviewed her album uh, if i could make it go quiet um www two sweet reviews um, dot,
1: dot com slash <laughs> if i could
0: make it go quiet
2: yeah that uh that one should be fun caribou as well uh some some fun songs from him on a on a the most recent album i've heard freddie gibbs is a pretty killer rapper out there right now it'd be uh it'd be pretty cool to get to see his show um japanese breakfast i mean not gonna Day spend breaking. any more any more time uh gushing over our girl here but she'll be there on saturday i know we're all pretty stoked about that sunday i have a bit of nostalgia you have fat boy slim <laughs> i just think some of those songs would be incredibly fun to to be around um on sunday we're probably going to be hurting a little bit from the previous two days but uh gonna power through it um, those are my main ones obviously we're excited for the the bigger the bigger acts. um Repeat myself on the last one. Really, really hurt losing Rage Against Machine, but getting back to Billy and Kanye as uh, as replacements, are, it's it's satis- satisfying, so we'll take it.
1: I honestly yeah. really feel that uh, Fatboy Slim is going to blow us away. <laughs> I,
2: I think so, too. <laughs> one of those things, it's like <laughs> when we
1: went, so the three of us, when we were at O'Shea, we saw uh, Chemical Brothers, the Chemical Brothers, which on paper, you know, unless you're a huge fan and follow them that much, A little more uh, old school, classic uh, EDM, but um, it was my probably one of the best experiences I've ever had at a a festival. So it's these older electronic acts; like they they blow you away. I don't know what they do, but
0: yeah, Cambrose was insane. man. it was like I said earlier in the podcast how Radiohead was my number one. Like I don't know if you, I guess you can separate music and experience. Like like number one musical. concert is radiohead but number one experience was that ke- chemical bug show. It's it's there, it, was, it was it was stupid it didn't even make sense it blew my mind like if
1: you explain it on paper like, <clears throat> like yeah yeah so anyway then there was like bugs and there was like ro- two robots came out and started fighting each other it's like you wouldn't you know it's like you can't explain it you gotta be yeah. there <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah for me boys like great great choices uh as re-touched on there a little like we're stoked about kanye and, and billy eilish and some of the bigger names um one particular bigger name that i can't go a podcast without talking about is i'm so stoked to see phoebe bridgers um we're gonna all wear skeleton outfits and have a good time and i never <laughs> even forced the boys to do it they said they wanted to do it with me so uh, i can't wait i am a big big fan of her so stoked to see her. Um, another band that I'm stoked about on Friday um, is the Marias. I've never heard of them before, but they popped on the Coachella playlist for me a couple of times. They're like an indie pop band, but they sing both in English and Spanish. And man, it's really cool. It's definitely worth something checking out. Mm. Um, and then another one, giving a shout out to my good Canadian boys, Pop. What a show we've seen once upon a time here. At what Atlanta a show. Club. So fun. So much high energy. You know, there's, there's music that some people just can't listen to on their free time, you know, like high energy punk type rock, which is pop, but seeing it live is absolutely incredible. Like if you're okay with a mosh pit, like go see pop. They are so much fun. So, so much fun. Uh, Moving on to Saturday, there's, there's some other big bands that I'm really stoked for. One in particular is Hot Chip. Um, after checking out a few videos on YouTube of these guys, you know, primarily thinking and listening to them, they feel kind of really electronic to me, but in a way that one of our favorites, Rufus, really takes their electronic music and and brings it to life with, you know, multiple instruments live. Uh, Hot Chip appears to do that too. So I'm hoping for another sunset type blow your mind type set from uh, the boys at Hot Chip. Another band that I'm really looking forward to seeing is a small band out of Chicago, I believe Beach Bunny, uh, me and Roz, or sorry, me and Reed really love this album a lot. Um, just like pretty stereotypical, uh, you know, rock or like pop rock. It's, it's nothing crazy out to lunch, but it, it's the songs just work. It's really fun. Um, great voice from, uh, the lead uh, singer, Uh, just a band that I definitely want to check out. And then finally, um, one of my big artists for Sunday, he's kind of bold text. So you may know him, but Jamie XX, Uh, this kind of lines up more in Roz's territory of electronic music, but uh, he has a fantastic album. Jeez. It's gotta be, it's probably nearing like six, seven years old now, maybe uh, called in color uh and it is just really really good it's one of the the. i'm not as you may know from previous podcasts i'm not a big electronic guy but this is one of my favorite electronic albums ever uh it is so good and if you don't know uh, jamie xx is the dj behind the um the band dxx the who recently headlined coachella maybe three four years ago so uh, big name there and apparently puts off a hell of a live show
1: and the xx also a great band that's awesome i actually didn't know that isn't that weird you think you put that together <laughs> <laughs> i got a few more i gotta say guys how could we do our girl carly ray jeffson dirty and <laughs> oh my god up? no
0: they gotta go see her man
1: <laughs> i just met you and this is crazy we're gonna see her to coachella oh we might go we'll see, see that song because that's i hope she doesn't play, i hope she totally <laughs> fucking creeps it like i'm not fucking playing it <laughs>
0: man but it's like i've never listened to her but like the coachella boards blow up on her like her the her albums are apparently fantastic like yeah yeah he's kind of like one of those uh, i don't know who to compare to but like the song that got her famous is nothing like her actual music
1: yeah you were saying that yeah it's like you look at her catalog and it's nothing like that it's like a little more indie a little more
0: like she has a cult following for being like Awesome. Not just yeah. because of this one pop song that went yeah. super mainstream.
1: My God, is that not a good pop song though?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the best pop song, man. I don't think there's better. <laughs> yeah,
1: that one is good, man. Yeah, no, we can't do her dirty. That's good. Um, who else do I have here? So this one's actually very interesting. I gotta bring it up. Danny Elfman is doing a, oh, yeah, doing a yeah, show great call. And for the folks at home, and I don't really know him too well, but I believe he is the composer, a movie composer. He does he does scores yeah yeah so we did like spider-man like i'm trying to go he popped up on my spotify playlist for coachella and it's like here's spider-man 2 theme song i was like oh <laughs> sick. i can't remember that one to drop. <laughs> so i'm wondering will he do like a full orchestra like han zimmer like what he's gonna do it's gonna be super i'd say it's gonna be epic like we that would be cool to uh if we, if we find a way to get to it i think that would be a really cool experience
0: yeah it's probably like one of those things like you know you might go check out a portion of maybe I don't know if I'd want to stay and watch an orchestra for <laughs> yeah. for like two hours, but I could definitely see myself <laughs> dipping in for the Spider-Man theme song. And yeah. Like, or maybe it's insane. Like apparently, see, I guess like I would have stayed for every single second of Hans Zimmer because his scores are amazing and they're in movies that I absolutely adore. But in this case with Danny Elfman, like I, I don't know if I'm the biggest Spider Man two two guy or. I don't. uh,
1: I don't know if any listeners know would get this reference, but I've been to uh, been down south in Mexico and there's a place called Coco Bongo, which Mm -hmm. basically like a gigantic (laughs) show where everyone kind of watches all these superheroes mixed together. Maybe you go to Danny Elfman's and it's just like Spider Man (laughs) flies in and starts fighting the Green Goblin and it's like a big
0: show. Like
1: who? I don't know. I have no idea, and I want to know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So yeah, other than that, on Saturday there's a guy I'm really high on. I've, I've liked since uh, he used to be a, a meme guy on YouTube called Filthy Frank. His name's Joji. He does a uh, lo-fi hip-hop kind of uh, kind of music. Uh, I definitely recommend Ballads. One came out in 2018, and Nectar came out two years ago. Uh, I really like him. I play his music all the time. I'm super chill. I keep sending the boys songs. I don't know if they've actually listened. We'll see. But uh, I'm hoping that it slides into one of their, uh, playlists on shuffle and they uh, give it a shot. And, um, yeah, otherwise, uh, I've a uh, disclosure. I think, uh, they just put in a new album, I believe called never enough, uh, last year, late last year. And the boys, this is, we've talked about it before, electronic music, where it's not their press and play. Like they're playing all the instruments. They got the synths and the pianos, everything, the drum pads on stage. So it's going to be a really good live experience. And if we see that one, that'd be great. So, yeah. Let's I think we'll see it. that one. At, I think so, yeah. The,
0: I think Disclosure's high on, on... It would have to be a pretty bad conflict.
2: Were you guys at that Osh that year? Where they yeah, they didn't show up. The they show came... And yeah, they, they went played to at
0: New City Gas? Yeah, we, we were went. Supposed to see, we were supposed to see Disclosure into Radiohead. Like, that would have yeah. been insane.
1: But we did get Karma Police and Creep for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Sorry, guys. No Disclosure. Here's our uh, the songs we hate to play.
2: <laughs> I remember I came out of New City Gas... And my shirt was completely stuck to me. It was like I went <laughs> swimming.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that that show was that was crazy. They're like they really made up for it at the uh, after party. But
0: yeah, so I mean, lots of good bands that we can um, definitely dig into. Uh, we don't even know the half of it yet, as we haven't even gotten to the fine print. But those are some great options for us. Um, if you know of any bands on Coachella's lineup that you think would be great and fit in with our our likes, then please send them along we're always looking for new music apparently oh and uh fill our days with that so i mean um thanks again if you made it this far through our rambling um this is cluing up episode three if there's ever any topics you'd like us to touch on or music news or anything of the musical nature feel free to let us know